This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we have another international guest. I love it. This is so much fun. We have been to Australia. We have been to the United Kingdom, and now we're talking with someone in Spain. This is so much fun. I love it. I love it. But what the, you know, what is so cool about this is business topics are universal. You know, it doesn't matter really what country you're in. Many of the topics that we discuss really, truly are things that pertain to you no matter where you are. And today's topic is is going to be so special because, you know, as we talk business, frequently on this program, we talk about the hardcore business topics, how to do your website, how to post social media, you know, all of these various things. But you know, knowing all of that obviously is critical to your business, but unless you know what your purpose and your passion and things like that are, you really can't be successful. I mean, you can have the coolest website in the world, you can do all of these things, but if your inner self isn't on the right wavelength or the right light, as we'll talk about, you know, we, it, 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 we really can't truly be successful. So please join me in welcoming my guest today, Katja Rosanen. Welcome, Katja. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure and honor to be here with you today. Now, this really is going to be so much fun. And so let me tell people just a little bit about you before we get started. Oh, there's your bio. There it is. So Katja Rusanen, Rusanen, MA, is a spiritual counselor, speaker, and number one best-selling author. She is dedicated to helping her clients break free from abundance blocks and visibility fears so they can share their message, grow their business, and create the impact they truly desire. Katja's pragmatic, pragmatic approach, combined with her spiritual awareness, helps her clients get results fast. Clearly, I should have had another cup of coffee this morning before trying to do this. <laughs> I hear you. No, it's, it's great fun. We're just going to get there. So again, welcome. Thank you. So let's start by, you know, you... Uh, I'm, I'm always curious as to how someone got to where they are in business. Um, and, you know, many people have this great, wonderful thing that happens and that sends them in a direction, but yours wasn't, you know, wonderful. And, and, but it has led to an absolutely fabulous career and a passion for helping others. So tell us just a little bit about what got you here where you are today. Yeah, and actually, I want to say I live in Spain, but originally I'm from Finland and I have traveled all over the world. And yeah, my path to do what I do now started from the early age. Mm -hmm. Like I was one of those who had this feeling like I'm here to bring even more light into this world. And that, of course, comes from my family because I was born middle of a grief. My big brother died two years before I was born. So I felt like I'm always the one who brought joy back Mm -hmm. to my family. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until I I was teenage years, I went through my own loss and I lost my first boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And that happened so sudden. And I want to bring this topic up as well, because many of us feel still maybe challenged to speak about, because I lost my boyfriend to suicide. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And that put me to a very dark place for a long time. Yeah, especially as, as a young, you know, t- uh, young adult. Yeah, and I, I was like... I was, I didn't even want to have help because I felt all this guilt and blame and it was mainly from inside, but there was some outside influence as well as I lived in a very small place. Mm-hmm. So everybody knew my story, what had happened. And it was a challenging journey for me to find a way to continue here. 
I get. But that led me actually to this path where I'm now because I knew I wanted to understand, I wanted to find the answer why. Mm-hmm. And why was the question? I was just like, why this had to happen? Why there is so much suffering? And those answers, the only answers I found was through spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I started to study spiritual literature, like Buddhism and different different teachings. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to like, somebody, can you tell me why? Mm-hmm. Like, why this is happening? Why I had to go through this? Why I, why there is so much suffering? And my mind was going like this overwhelm of grief. And, and then I started to see little glimpses of light through these teachings. It took me a long time because I didn't want to have help, actually. Mm-hmm. So, but I, little by little, I found these little glimpses of light. Mm-hmm. But yet, when the time came to choose what I want to do in life, mm-hmm. like you are like at school and they right. are giving you just like... You have to mm-hmm. pick the major and all of those things. <laughs> pick a major. And I was like, oh, I don't know. So I went to study business administration and marketing. Mm-hmm. Took the traditional path. Mm-hmm. Even though I always knew I just want to do something to help others. And especially through my own experience, like I wanted to then, like there is a way through this. But it took me years. I went to this normal route, like studied this. I graduated. I got bachelor in this business administration and marketing mm-hmm. then i went into do this style of work mm-hmm. administration hotel and last six years before taking a leap of faith i was working in banking so i was building my career in banking and i was getting really successful there like being promoted to be a supervisor of a team and it was Something inside of me was saying, like, I need to leave this path mm-hmm. and go back to what I knew from the when I was seventh grade, when I was thinking I want to help people. And but I didn't. I was like, no, 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 no. Okay. It's financial crisis in Spain you need to stick with the job that gives you salary and good benefits but then you know what happened my body started saying you are going to quit this job or we are quitting you (laughs) so I started to have a pain in my chest area and when you do have pain in your chest you take it seriously yes. you're like oh yeah okay hard <laughs> please stay and i i went to the doctor we did all kind of tests and they said it's stress and i was like oh i know <laughs> i know i need to jump but it's scary i don't want to and but then i i took the leap of faith and I was like, okay, I'm start following what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that led me then to this, uh, where I'm right now so as a spiritual counselor. I have studied in US, uh, two master's degrees, and I really wanted to learn and so that I can be there and support others to mm-hmm go through challenging periods of time and showing that there is a way out from these challenging moments, there is light, Mm -hmm. and have tools to help them. So that is kind of a long answer to your quick question. (laughs) No, that's fine. You know, and and I think many people can relate to that. You know, we were told when we were little, you know, little as in junior high, high school, Mm You know, here here is what you need to do. You know, whether it's follow a family business or you know, pick that career. You know, and yeah. and and for many people, it was pick a traditional career. You know, banking, finance. Um, I chose social science. What the heck do you do with a degree in social science? I mean, you know, that was that was fun for years, but you know, um, but I I at that point had thought I would be an attorney, and yeah. you know, realized. Oh, not for me. You know, now I do like to argue as, as many people will point out, but, um, 
<laughs> you know, we, we are taught when we were really pretty young. I mean, you know, you look at tiny kids. You know, we're looking at them saying, and what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And fireman, doctor, I mean, you know, whatever they, they come up with, but you know, it, so that really starts getting stuck in our brains that that is what we have to do. And so we do the, you know, the, the trade school, you know, college, whatever it is. And for many people, that's great. I mean, that is, we, you know, that really is what they are supposed to do. And, and so that's fabulous for them. But for many other people, they are, it kind of they're 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 struggling. They're feeling not fulfilled. All of these various things, and so they might even be very successful at what they're doing. But again, it comes back to what's in here. You know, yeah. are they truly feeling like they're making a difference? Like they're being successful? Um, you know, and and success is is obviously defined differently by by everybody. Um, you know, but I, I think that is the problem. Is you know, we we try and fit somebody else's idea of success. And doing those things. And, and so when we truly get in touch with ourselves, and, and that's a scary thing. You know, as you said, you, know, you had to keep taking that leap of faith. I did the same thing. You know, when I was going to start my business, oh, no, 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 no. You know, I did it on the side. And that's what many people do. They, you know, they, they have the side hustle. They have yeah. the second business, the second career, all of those things. And, and to actually take that leap and say, this is what I want to do with my life is incredibly difficult. And often it's also because mm -hmm. other people around you, your loved ones who you would love right. to support you and say, go for it, mm -hmm. might say like, ah, don't go. You want to do what? You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you leave? You have a good job. Mm -hmm. And like stay where you are. Because mm -hmm. also like when you, uh, this is from my own experience, when I did that, of course, my family and friends, they kind of needed to think about what happened to my dreams. Mm -hmm. Am I doing what I really want to do? Because she's going for it. Mm -hmm. And and that was like the moment of choice. Like, yes, I could listen to them mm -hmm. or do I just listen to my heart and go for it? Right. Even though it's scary. You know, and, and you mentioned something that's very important, and that's the others that are around you. You know, they, they don't always want us to get our dreams because then they do realize that they don't have theirs. Um, you know, and, and so it, it, it's very scary for, for people to say, you know what, this is what I want to do. And, you know, I think what many people don't realize is that most of the time, it's not life-threatening. The world won't end if you're not successful. I mean, you know, all these various things. So why not try it? Yeah. And it's been an amazing learning journey. Yes, it has had ups and downs and like the moments of struggle, like, oh, can't this work already? And I spent hours and hours and studying like, well, you know, like said, like this business aspects, like how to, because I didn't have that experience right. before mm -hmm. i had always worked for somebody else somebody else did the invoicing and paying the bills <laughs> yeah planning all that things and when you jump and start your own business you actually have to learn a lot of skills mm -hmm. or have a lot big budget to be able to outsource things and even then you better know what, right. <laughs> what you are outsourcing oh, yeah. you know, is that accountant billing like they should mm -hmm. yeah right. So now, what you work with people is on their light power. So tell us a little bit about that. What does that mean? So light power, actually, I do work more with the energetic blocks. Okay. So they get connected with the inner power. Okay. And the energetic blocks are sometimes the judgments, mm -hmm. sometimes they are stories, what happened in the past. Mm -hmm. And when you are having your own business mm -hmm. and when you this that's why I work mainly with entrepreneurs mm -hmm. who are like going for their dream and then something happens and they get stuck. Okay. And they might feel like okay I'm doing all the all the things I meant to do. Mm -hmm. But this is not bringing the results. Okay. And then 
is something where I step in and help them to see what is it inside. If they are taking all the correct actions, mm -hmm. then it's more energetic thing that it's not working for them because people are sensitive, whether they are conscious or unconscious about it, people sense energy. Mm -hmm. And if you're not aligned what you do, you can take all the action, but if it's not aligned with you, it just doesn't bring the results. Somebody else can do the same action and get the results. Right. And then you are there like trying and trying and trying and going crazy. Like, why doesn't it work? Mm -hmm. But it's, there is something that is a block and usually it's a judgment of some kind of this past story that is holding you back until you resolve, resolve it. You work through that so that then you can or you align your actions to match where you are heading mm -hmm. towards your purpose. Mm -hmm. yeah, and those are those inner voices telling you you can't do something. And it might be other voices too, you know, a spouse, yeah. uh, you know, uh, whoever. But, and, you know, and again, a lot of those come from when we're very little. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about girls who are told you can't do math. No, no, girls shouldn't do science. Or, you know, no, boys shouldn't be caregivers. You know, mm -hmm. all of those various things. And, and so then we internalize that. And even though we think, oh, my gosh, that is my passion. That's what I want to do. That little voice is still in there. And maybe it's the voice of a yeah. parent, a teacher yourself saying no, no 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 you can't do that so how do you how are you able to kind of ferret those out yes so we start where the person is like my clients we normally talk what's happening right now okay and then we start writing back with the feeling mm -hmm. like okay if you feel like that is have you ever felt like that before in the past mm -hmm. And usually then when we work together, there is, of course, sacred and safe place to work on. So then sometimes these memories come up and it's like it has nothing to do with that. But this happened to me when I was at the, at the first grade and the teacher looked at me like this and I felt this emotion back then. Right. We then what happens things like that happen like a teacher gives you a bad look when you make they make a mistake mm -hmm. or you want to dance and you want to be the star of the class no. Mm -mm. no 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 be mm -hmm. quiet sit down mm -hmm. and then you take it in and then when you are entrepreneur and you need to go to the stage and all of a sudden you feel this like i can't go there right you carry that memory because there is a judgment that you made towards yourself, mm -hmm. judgment maybe you made towards the teacher and the world in general. Mm -hmm. And what, we, what I help people to do is go back to their memory and work through their memory, find peace with their memory so they can let go mm -hmm. of those judgments and those feelings that they might not have resolved back mm -hmm. then. They just stuffed that down and kept going. Because that's also what we are told. Mm -hmm. Like just, just stop. Fuck <laughs> up, fuck up, move on. <laughs> like, don't be so emotional. <laughs> just, mm -hmm. just move. Mm -hmm. And but these emotions, we carry them, mm -hmm. and they can come these blocks, and then they we repeat because we learn, bring forward similar experiences again and again, so that we could resolve this issue. Right. So that's what I help people to do is kind of like seeing the origin of the pattern mm -hmm. and then we can resolve that. Mm -hmm. We can work through those feelings, those judgments, and then find a new way to handle those situations, be more loving towards ourselves because that's often what it is about. Mm -hmm. We are so hard for ourselves, mm -hmm. like judging ourselves, like I should be this and that, and then we judge ourselves wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and, you know, obviously we're talking about 
negative things. I mean, you know, if, if we were told you can do it, you can do everything. Well, you know, then we would, but, but it is, it's the negative things. And so that's gotta be difficult, you know, to, to be working with people through some of these, because like you said, I mean, some of them can be so embedded in us, um, you know, and, and, and hard to find. I mean, there are, you know, I hate to say easy, but there are some that, you know, say you had a spouse that always told you you were worthless. You, you couldn't be successful. Okay. Well, you know, that's, that's, and, and, you know, that's their problem. I mean, you know, that's the thing that many of us need to get over. That's their problem. Um, but, you know, like, as you were saying, some of these could be things that we, we're not even really recognizing as the issue. Like you said, you know, just a look from somebody, um, you know, or, you know, like you said, you know, you, you want to dance and, and somebody says, no, you know, and, and so, you know, I'm, I'm guessing this, this can take quite a while to actually get to some of these deep seated issues. Sometimes it does. It doesn't necessarily need to take long because and also, these are sometimes things people kind of sense them, like there is something, but they can't think, like put their finger, what is it? Right. Like, I just feel there is this block or something triggers me. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you work with the counselor or a mentor or somebody who you trust, mm-hmm. it is, it's much faster because mm-hmm. what happens when we try to, and of course, we all can work on this, ourselves mm-hmm. but what happens because we don't want to go there right i'm gonna go that was so painful mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go and and that's why it's important to have somebody else because i could ask the right questions for you and i can help you through it quicker right. it's like that's this is what i tell my clients always like okay you can take the staircase mm-hmm. But we can take elevated too. So right. if you work with me, we take the lift. <laughs> right. And if you work on your own, you just go with your own pace, take the stairs. Mm-hmm. And and then you go, oh, well, let's go over there. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because our mind is very tricky because mm-hmm. tricky it can be like, oh, no, we just focus on and where we want. Right. Well, and our mind wants to protect us. You know, it, it doesn't want to, <coughs> excuse me, be thinking about those painful things. And so we really are going to go squirrel. <laughs> you know, and, and go yeah. in a different direction. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, let's talk about, you know, one of the things that, that you, t- you work with people about are abundance blocks. What are abundance blocks? Those are the blocks that we evolve in our they are our money story or how much abundance you have in it can be also like money related it can be love it can be abundance on other things in life Mm -hmm. and these are blocking us to receive okay we create something again it's a story Mm -hmm. that we have created or adopted in one point Mm -hmm that we feel in some level and this is often unconscious we just feel that some level that we don't deserve to receive or we are unworthy mm-hmm. or we just are not in able to get, receive because we feel like we always have to give and we have to give mm-hmm. so we are not receiving so then we experience lack mm-hmm. And then we might focus on the lack. Mm -hmm. So then that, of course, when we focus on grows. Mm -hmm. So then we experience more of that lack and we would love to experience more abundance. Mm -hmm. So I help people to like discover this, like what is it Mm -hmm. that is blocking them? Mm -hmm. Like where is this block in the, in the inner world? Like if they are taking the action that should bring them abundance, Mm -hmm. And sometimes they might not even be in a position to take that action. There is resistance. They, in a way, might even be feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So they keep going circles. They want to take action, but they they just can't. So that is also a level of different level of abundance block. Like they don't even take that action to that would bring what they want. Mm-hmm. Right. You know and. 
<laughs> it's it's interesting because you mentioned the word giving, you know, several times, and 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 you know that is one of the things that you know many of us feel we need to to do. We need to give back. We need to give our knowledge. Um, you know, all of these things, and and. And we're not saying in any way that that's a negative. I mean, that that is a positive. But I think sometimes we get too caught up in that. Um, you know, and, and I've, I've shared this story before um, on the, the program that, you know, I, I do public speaking. And I had somebody come to me one time and they said, you know, hey, we, we want you to, to give a program on social media to our organization. And I said, fine, you know, great, getting all the details. And I said, now my fee is... And I got this, <gasps> and, mm. and, and, you know, and, and I didn't feel, and, and that I was charging a lot, you know, and of course that's one of the other blocks I know, you know, <laughs> too much. Um, but you know, and, and I, and she said, Oh, we don't pay. And I said, well, I don't speak. <laughs> I said, this is, this is how I make my living. And her response was so funny because she said, well, because you're doing what you love, we assumed you didn't charge. Mm. Said, My mortgage company doesn't like that. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, but that is kind of kind of one of those things that people will, you like doing it so much. What do you mean you're going to charge for it? Absolutely. And that is a trap where we often go because mm -hmm. maybe we start like we are just so excited that we just want to do like speaking. Oh, share. yes, I come to speak. Yes. But one one point, it becomes like, hey, this is my work. This is what I do. This is how the me and how I earn my living. Mm -hmm. And then there comes this moment when we have to do the shift saying like setting these boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I this is this is something I expect to get something back, mm -hmm. right? And that is also a moment where well, I work with many of my clients, like this asking payments, yeah. to having the money talk. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, money that, talk is always hard. That is something that triggers a lot of things in mm -hmm. people, and even just saying some number then we start of course always like okay let's top it up mm -hmm. but it is so interesting how people still think sometimes that when you love something you should do it for free right. but also what i have learned when people pay for because i did that in the beginning as well i did i offered a lot of free coaching and it was also for me practicing and right. learning oh, yeah. and, and we kind of need that you know <laughs> but then there came a point like no more because mm -hmm. I didn't feel any more in internally aligned it started to feel like oh like there was this feeling that it's not okay right. anymore right they're they're t they're taking from me yeah, so that that point I started listening and okay, I need to now start charging. Mm -hmm. And also what I noticed, then people who came to my counseling who paid, mm -hmm. they paid more attention. Right, right. It, they take it more seriously than if it was something for free. Yeah, and they didn't like... Because before it's sometimes like, hey, I can't make it. Like I reserved the time and then they just didn't show up because it was free. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, we still, some some level, we don't always appreciate things that are free. Right. Yeah, it's funny. We might expect it or we might ask for it. But then when we get it, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and it was just a free thing because yeah. we are trained to see this, um, like, put dollar signs mm -hmm. that gives the value. Right. Not that it is so. And that's another thing I'm working a lot with people. Like, your net worth is not your worth. Mm -hmm. They are two different things. Mm -hmm. right. And that, that helps sometimes to then do asking money for the service as well. And they realize that, like, it is they are asking for service, mm -hmm. like that they offer the money. Mm -hmm. It's not about them. That's your own value can't be measured. Right. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, think of, of some of the things that, that we do, you know, if, if say an attorney, you know, if I went to him and he wasn't going to charge me, my first thought would be, was he not any good? (laughs) You know, know, and and a a lot of things, you know, we, you really do, you put that value on it. So we need to put that value on ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And another thing, you don't go for a doctor and asking, do you have a discount? Right. <laughs> like, oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you do that operation cheaper? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's exactly like we would not, you know, if they would be like half price, you would be like, oh, there is something. I yeah. might. Are you only going to do half of the surgery? Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's funny because, I mean, there are people that, that will always dicker on price. I have a brother-in-law that does that. And, you know, and it doesn't matter what it is or where he is. He will always ask for a discount. That's just him and you know and and in fact there are times where it's like oh no stop that stop that that's embarrassing um but uh, but yeah i he sent me that we he was doing some work for us one time some plumbing work sends me off to the the hardware store to buy parts i come back i've got the parts and and he says well how much was it i mean it was like 10 bucks i mean this was not and he said well you shouldn't pay that I said, well, that's what the price tag said. I mean, you know, I wasn't going to do it at the local <laughs> hardware store. And, and he, you know, he got a little snippy with me, and I said, okay, I don't help you anymore. <laughs> Done with this project. <laughs> and, but to me, sometimes it's, it's a show of respect. You know, I, I know that someone else's time and knowledge is very valuable. And so I'm going to respect them and not ask for a discount. Mm. Yeah, because it's it's also sets different energy, and like cause this is my field, like understanding energies. Because sometimes maybe you have noticed you go with some people and you just don't even feel like asking discount. Like right. you just know, right? There is no way that mm-hmm. is like very steady, grounded person who says this is the right, and you are like, okay, oh yeah. Yeah. And, and you'd never dream of asking them for, no. you know, yeah. Cause it's just the energy that they carry. Right. And that's where I'm helping people as well to go like that. You are so solid mm-hmm. and people, of course they might ask, but you are just saying no. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, and, and say no with that conviction, not, well, no. You yeah, know, and, that and, leaves the door open. Yeah. yeah you know, and, and, and now, anecdotally, I have found that women tend to do that more than men. Um, you know, that, that because we want to please people, we don't want to, we don't want to make them mad. And, you know, I've certainly been, you know, been part of that. And, and so I have learned, you know, I will tell somebody, okay, so the price is X. And if they come back and say, well, but my budget's lower, you know, I, okay. So what are we, what are we taking off of that original thing? You know, because if you're only going to pay this, you're not going to get all of this, you know, and, and, and usually then they come back to, to that original thing, or they might say, okay, you know, we're going to, you know, cut your, your services in half and, you know, so you only do that much. But do you see, you know, do you think women have more difficulty with this? It depends. Okay. Because. I have seen very strong females, so they are there. There are very strong females who have no problem asking, no problem about receiving. And then there are some who do struggle. But it's again depends so much of your background, your how you were, the family surroundings, and all that. Like, cause it all affects. But the good thing is. You can change things. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you notice like, oh, this is something I struggle with, like I have had challenge, you can write a new story for you in the future mm-hmm. if you work through this in a blocks. Because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't mean you have to remain like that rest of your life. That's mm-hmm. the good thing about the when it's internal thing, mm-hmm. we can shift these things. Right. You know, I was also wondering, you've, you mentioned that you have worked with, you know, people from all over the world. Are there cultural differences with some of this? I mean, you know, we, we, we hear about Americans being more 
aggressive, and I'm not saying that in a negative way, but, you know, um, you know, and, and other cultures where they're much more, uh, com- you know, willing to work with you and things like that. So do you see that there are cultural differences or, you know, are those all kind of melding together now, maybe because of, you know, social media, television, all of those various things? I do see some. Well, I'm originally from Finland and I have also experienced the American culture because I studied and lived in uh, California. So I did notice a lot and I always like, wow, like how I experience like Americans, like there is so much it's the easiness of speaking and presenting because at the school as well, you practice more mm-hmm. like public speaking. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Finland, like, oh, that was so challenging for me. <laughs> like school presentations, I had so much fear and like uh, there wasn't really training even like how to be in front of a class. You were just giving a topic and there you go and you present and it was more focused on the topic. Mm-hmm than helping how to be in the front of a class. Mm -hmm. So that was also like, I noticed that there is a difference there. And I see Americans are more like, go for it, go for your dreams. Whereas sometimes as much as I love my culture, it doesn't always encourage because we are like trained to be humble. Mm -hmm. And even if you are um, like the master of something, you are told like, I know a little bit about it. It's changing now, but it is often like you put down your skill set. Mm-hmm. Whereas I see, I've seen in US, it's kind of like uplifting, like you are really good in this and like it's good to shine. Right. So that's something I really love in the, in the American culture. Like, yes, let's shine and let's just embrace our gifts. Right, right. Now, you know, kind of along those same lines, you and I were talking before the program started about spirituality and how it is so important to, to people. And, and in many cases, it, it might differ from, from what we're putting out there to the world. You know, we're, we're taught that we need to, you know, that, um, be, be giving, be compassionate, um, but you're supposed to be cutthroat in business. So how do you work with people when there are kind of those differences from what's inside and what's outside? Yeah, that's a really good point you're bringing up because uh, it is very much what you focus on. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are some who are like, going for the million dollars and like very much like driven by the money and that's the main thing whereas then like I'm more driven by like fulfilling my purpose fulfilling what I want to do in the life mm-hmm. and then the money is more the side product mm-hmm. it will come when you have doing what you meant to do here and you are like putting your gifts in service. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different paths and how to then operate because with both of them, because mm-hmm. you need both, right. but it's like how to merge. And this is something I have had conversations here because it feels now that it's time to like bring more the values, mm-hmm. like the only money driven it is not working anymore. Like things are shifting. People are like, hey, there is more than that. Mm-hmm. Like they are awakening. The awareness is awakening mm-hmm. to like, I want more. Mm-hmm. Like I want the fulfillment. Right. Well, and it's right because here in the United States, the millennial generation is, you know, they, a, a lot of people say, you know, that, 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 that is what they feel, you know, that that was what they were brought up to believe. And then of course, you know, the, the older generations go, Ooh, no, that's bad. That's bad. And it's like, no, you know, it's, it's not bad. We, we, we need to have that in order to really be successful. Yeah. It's, it's just like finding what works for you. Right. And like checking how happy are you? Mm-hmm. And if working 80 hours per week is something you really, truly want to do, do that. Right. Like, it's always like what works for you. We can't have just one way. Mm -hmm. It's more like when you feel aligned on things, what you do, 
when they work for you, that's great. Right. So that's always like, I always, if I work very, like, let's say traditional business minded people who are just the core, like numbers and like, let's do business in that way. Great. And that's, if that works for them, right. go for it. Mm-hmm. If if that, there comes a point when you feel like I, I, I need to find more in life, then they come to me. Mm-hmm. And Or if they hit the plateau, mm-hmm. then they are like, hmm, what's this? Right. And they try with the force, go through that. And if it doesn't work, then they kind of come to the inside. And it's, again, like degeneration that's mm-hmm. that's what you mentioned as well generations are trained differently mm-hmm. like i was i saw like my parents like doing inner work mm-hmm. going inside was a little bit mm-hmm. it wasn't thing they were used to do mm, right so then it was first like that's how i then also like in the beginning i remember when i started i didn't even want to look inside i was like oh no and now i'm like really did i think like that in the past because <laughs> now i see the value but of course you need to experience it in order to know that it works for you mm-hmm. so it's kind of having these experiments and like if you have your business if you have hit the plateau then you can see like okay let me test something like what can i do and like my business mentor she has like of course like business strategies Mm -hmm. but then she also has the energetic work Mm -hmm. she does that and the mindset because this we are all like very complex Mm -hmm. so if we work with all our areas then we can move forward with greater ease. That's what I believe. Right. Yeah, and I think it's so important that, you know, you've, you've said this several times, it's about what we feel, you know, yeah. not what somebody's telling us, you know, is, and, and all of those things. I, I remember many, <clears throat> many years ago when we had our 10-year high school reunion. And one of the things that somebody wanted, and this is actually fairly typical for, for things like this, you know, you give awards. Who came the farthest? Who has the most kids? you know, all those various things. And one of the awards that she wanted to give was most successful. Mm. And I said, okay, uh, by whose definition? And, <laughs> and she said, well, what do you mean? Because for her, it was strictly money. Oh, look, I didn't use my, my sound effect. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and I'm thinking, okay, how are we going to know who makes the most money? I mean, then, you know, that was, you know, but I told her, I said, you know, the, the people who, are you know scraping by and have five kids might actually be the most successful you know because of what's in here and the person mm-hmm. who is chasing the money wheel might be the most miserable you know and and so that and and obviously we didn't give out the the <laughs> but you know i think that is something that you know we we and we've said this several times during our chat you know we look at somebody else and we think that's what we're supposed to be Yes. So, you know, when, and, and how do you get people back to really realize, you know, what, what are my values? What am I looking? Yeah, that's the journey. Like starting having these definitions, like what does success okay. mean to you? Mm-hmm. For example, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. And how fulfilled do I feel right now? And is this bringing me joy? Mm-hmm. Like that comes from Marie Kondo's, like she's doing that for cleaning. Like, <laughs> does this bring me joy? Right. But you can also ask that, like with the actions you take every day, does this really bring me joy? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, and especially as, as you know, an, an entrepreneur, small business owner, we're not going to like everything we have to do. You know, it's just, especially because we're doing things, like you said, you know, that we're, you know, we're, we're, we're doing things that we're not overly skilled at sometimes, you know, all these various things there, you know, it's funny. I laugh with, you know, a lot of, of my small business owner friends, we have to deal with clients, you know, and they make demands. (laughs) Can't they just let me do what I know is right? Um, But, you know, it, it is one of those things where it, it's, it's a tricky slope that we're, we're on. Yeah. And one thing like there, that is a moment when you can ask yourself, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. 
Right. What's my big why? And that's the purpose. That's mm -hmm. like the reason why you are doing. Why why do you have that business? Because of course, yes, there are parts of the like admin or some of yeah. the areas that maybe you are not that want like excited to do. But when you know why you are doing it, well, this helps my business uh, to do this and that. And then that gives you the energy to do it. Right. And that aligns you also because then you can see like maybe this is a part when I have bigger budget, this is something I can outsource. I can have an assistant helping me. And that way you also provide support and help like in the financial means, like if you hire somebody and then it's again, you receive help. Right. Like it's the giving and receiving circle that we talked before. Like you give and you receive. Right. And, and you do, it, it is a circle. You know, if you're receiving, you need to give. And if you're giving, you need to receive. Yes. Because if you don't, there is, a, you are, that's the block. Like it, it doesn't have the flow. The things just are stuck. Right. Well, you know, abundance is, is another one of those definitions, you know, that, that we have. And, and, you know, for some people, abundance is money. For some, it is power. I mean, you know, it, some it's a title, you know, all of these various things. And, and you know, and, and for some it's number of friends that they have, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and, and so all of these, there's, there's, that's my roundabout way of, of trying to say none of these are really negative because, you know, for some people, I mean, that, that really is something that's very important, whatever it is. So how can we get to our abundance faster? It is working through anything and everything that is blocking you, mm -hmm. like all those inner like inner blocks, mm -hmm. judgments. Because it might be also fear that mm -hmm. what if I am really abundant? Right. I know the, the fear that? of success really is something that is real. Yeah, and that's the interesting part because we are always so like, oh, what do I need to do? But then there might be this fear like, oh, if I'm really successful, then what? Mm -hmm. And that can be something also to work through, like the inner game, right. so that you can actually have what you want. Because sometimes there is self-sabotage coming in if we have a fear, like being really abundant. If I'm really abundant, everybody just wants things from me. Right. Like, like oh, well, I believe past life, so something happened in the past, so mm -hmm. I have that fear still, even though I don't remember. But it's just, I don't want that. Right. But I want that. Like you are kind of like hitting accelerator and a brake at the same time and the car yeah. is not moving. Yeah. The car is <laughs> not <the> right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and, and we do in many cases think, you know, well, what if I get too many clients and I have to turn yeah. people away? You know, and, and actually that's a really good problem to have because then it means you can focus, you know, and, and so if, if say, you know that you can handle 50 consulting clients a month and, and you end up with 75, well, then you need to fine tune what you're offering more to get back to that 50. Or as you said, maybe, you know, then you're outsourcing some of the, the tasks that you do. You know, so you, you're outsourcing, say, your, your accounting. Then you do have more time and you can have more clients. So, you know, it's, it's not one of those things that, you know, is, is truly an issue unless you make it an issue. And of course, we make it an issue. Yeah, and maybe that's also time to raise your rates. I mean, that is, is definitely something that, that is, is a consideration is, you know, okay, if I have so many people coming to me, do I need to raise my rates? Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and it's funny because, you know, then we have that little talk again, oh, am I worth it? You know, with, yeah. with ourselves. But it's like, okay, well, if you have 50 people, who want to pay $50, well, maybe you'll have 40 people who want to pay 100 And, oh, I can't do that math this early in the morning. But I think <laughs> <about more>. oh, <laughs> Dang. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't have done a math. But, you know, it's, it is kind of one of those, well, it's, it's the supply and demand, you know, back to, you know, you know and, and, um, and, and so then you can have abundance in other areas, you know, so maybe you are cutting that down and only serving 40 as opposed to 50. 
Well, then you might have more time to volunteer, more time to, to be with mm-hmm. family. All of those other things that are so much a part of what we need to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. And there is what you brought up, like there is the fear every time when we expand and we kind of step out from our comfort zone. And I believe when it comes to like rates, what we are charging, there is a comfort zone as well. And you can, if you are listening to this, you can check what is your comfort zone. Like, okay, this is feels really easy to say, double it, see what happens. And like, Oh, yeah, I can't. Okay. <laughs> so, so just being aware and then you can expand. Some people do like, okay, I double it and that's it. And that comes also then you can charge whatever you want, but it comes with a co- lot to do with the confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, do you feel confident to charge that amount? Do you feel confident to say that amount? Because again, people sense that. Right. If you have like, oh, I can't, then people are like, is it really worth it? Right. Cause yeah, because like, the second you hedge, they know oh, they have the advantage and they can negotiate down further. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, and, and, and it's funny, I, I don't list my pricing for most things and because I, I do want to be flexible. Um, but, and, and I also, you know, I, for say a nonprofit, I am going to charge a different amount than I would charge somebody who is, is you know, who, who themselves charges more. It's funny, I, I worked with a gentleman one time who said, you know, charge what the market will bear. You know, an attorney who charges several hundred dollars an hour is going to expect to pay somebody more when he's working with them, um, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to, to a nonprofit. And so the, the way you can have different products and different services, you know, you can have something that you provide to people who are unable to pay that bigger amount, yes. but, you know, or, and, and that's, you know, that's where things like blogging and white papers and all of those various things come in. But then you have your your price that is is for the higher amount. Exactly, you have you still provide because this is something I always come up with. The, but they, I want to give. What are these people who can't afford? I'm like, yes, you have some. You provide value. You have a blog. You do videos on Facebook. You already provide value, but you need to also value you yourself and your time. And have those rates for people because there are always people who can't afford and who can afford. Whatever you charge, there always will be those. Mm -hmm. So it's it's just up to you to decide. Right. Well, and that comes back to you know some of the, the stuff that we've talked about in some of my other programs where you have to know your niche. You know, who yes. are you trying to reach and, you know, and, and really fine tune that, um, you know, I, and I, you know, we say this every time we talk about this, everyone are not your potential clients, you know, yeah. sorry, it doesn't matter, you know, and, you know, and, and so you fine tune and you fine tune and you fine tune, and then you've got something you can offer for the people outside your niche, but your niche really determines who you're going to work with and therefore what you're going to charge. Yeah, and that's the, like, it is challenging to make that choice. And this is what I always say, like, okay, date your niche for 60 days, 90 days, see how it goes. And then if it, if you don't like it, you can change it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not written in stone. You know, that's the nice thing about, say, websites. You know, you can change your pricing. You know, long gone are the days, you know, I've been in business a long time, where, you know, you printed 20,000 of your brochures <laughs> because it was cheaper, right? You know, and, and, and we didn't have the presses that would do, you know, things like So you had to do these huge, large quantities. And you're thinking, well, but I still have 10,000, and literally, I still do have some of these brochures that I printed 15, 20 years ago in my closet. I, you know, I don't know why, you know, but, but we think, well, we, you know, we, we can't change our pricing because we have all of that, that stuff. No, get rid of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So fresh. <laughs> yes, yes. No pencils. Oh, you know, it, it all, that is kind of one of my pet peeves. If somebody, you know, it's a round business card, but if, if somebody hands me their business card and they've crossed stuff off, no, no, you know, you need to be respectful enough of yourself to show that you are a professional. You know, throw away those business cards, spend the 10 bucks <laughs> and get you more business cards. 
Yes, because it, it's also like shifting the energy. Right. This comes my field <laughs> about the energy. But it's when you change, you change the energy. You kind of like, okay, I start mm-hmm. new with this. Yeah, and. And it's it's fun to make those shifts. Scarier and you know, scary is all get out in, in many cases. You know, we mentioned at the very start, you know, maybe you're taking that leap and you no longer have benefits. You no longer have, you know, all the, the paycheck that you know is coming every Friday. I mean, all of those various things. But if if they aren't feeding your soul, mm. then you know, what what good is it? Exactly. Because when you live your purpose, mm-hmm. it is so fulfilling. Like I'm so glad that I did that leap of faith. It was scary, yes. It has been a long journey of learning that still continues, but it has been so worth it. I would not go back. I'm just so happy that I did that. And there is support available. So if you are thinking or considering, so there is always support available if you are open to receive it. Right. Well, speaking of support, <laughs> Katya, we don't have too much time left. So tell people a little bit about the services that you can provide. And I'm assuming that, you know, it can be done virtually like we're doing here on Skype and, and things like that. So, so tell people how you can be as a, of assistance to them. So if you resonate with the this interview and feel like you have hit a plateau or you feel like resistance to move forward with your business, that's where I can help you to work through those blocks and fears so that you can have the impact you want to have in the world and you can grow your business. So I do work with one-on-one with the just few clients and then I have a group coaching option as well. So it is just where you are. So the first point would be reach out to me and I'm sure you're going to put my contact details to the show notes. So it would be reaching out and say like, Hey, this is where I'm at. Let's have a conversation, see how I can best support you, whether it would be working one-on-one, or whether it would be being in with the like-minded groups so you feel and hear the support there as well. Right. It's funny, we were talking about before the program started, so many times as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, we're in our home, in many cases, completely by ourselves. And we get so isolated. And so things like working with like-minded people in a group can be extremely beneficial. It is because sometimes also what I have noticed and my group members have said, sometimes I learn from the others more because when I'm working my own stuff, it's all this emotional resistance. (laughs) I don't want to hear about it. And then somebody else has similar issue and then it clicks like, hey, now I get it. And it always helps to know you're not the only one. It does. Absolutely. Right. You are not alone with all these things. Like right. you're not the only one. Yeah. You know, we, we all like to think we're unique. We all like to think we're special. And of course we are, but you know, the, the issues that we face, <coughs> excuse me, aren't unique. Yes. And somebody else has been through it. Yes. And that, that's a way also get support, get accountability to keep moving forward because that's what we are here for learn and keep moving bounce back if you have a challenging moment in life we do go through those Mm -hmm. but it's possible to bounce back to joy Mm -hmm. right well katya this has been just absolutely fascinating i love talking about things like this and and so we'd love to have you on again anytime you want Um, and so just yeah just just let us know (coughs) excuse me but what what final thoughts would you like to leave with the, the people who are listening and watching our program today? I just want to leave you with the encouragement, like you already know where you are heading. You already have the purpose, your calling in your heart, and you do have the courage to follow it. And when you say yes to you, when you say yes to your purpose, your life will start shifting and changing. You will create the dream that you have and it's possible. So that's something I want to leave you with the idea. It's possible. 
Wonderful. I love it. And we can't follow up with anything that is more important than that. So I am Deb Creer. I have been speaking with Katja Rosnanen. (laughs) And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.